It's in the news today, but it was actually on TV Reload, the podcast last week. Welcome back to TV Reload. My name is Benjamin Norris, and on this podcast, I go behind the scenes with the biggest players in television. Each episode, you will get a front row seat with content makers like executive producers, writers, editors, and casting agents, plus the talent that we see on our screens. TV Reload reloads the shows that you are currently watching and gives you a better insight into our television industry and our streaming services. Today on the podcast, I have Chloe from The Traders, who well and truly left her mark on Channel 10's latest dramatic reality TV show. Chloe is a clairvoyant, and while her psychic ability left her fellow competitors a little sceptical, we as an audience loved the dramatics and her time on the show. If you are like me, you may have been dying to see a psychic medium on a format like this, and while she self-evicted herself early, I would have loved to have seen more of her time on the show. If you haven't been watching The Traders, I suggest you jump on the train, as it is something new and quite fascinating to watch. It's a little bit like Cluedo the board game mixed with Wink Murder, but it's the psychology behind the decisions contestants are making that makes this show one to watch. We will talk about her abilities, if she cares what the skeptics say, why she walked out, and if she regrets her decision to leave. However, let's get started with today's guest. I'd like to welcome Chloe from The Traders to TV Reload. I didn't realise I was so dramatic. Previously on The Traders. I wanted to see what it would be like for me in an environment like that. We now have to be strategic. You have to think about every single thing you say. I don't regret. I try not to regret anything I do in life. All fun and games until she paints one of us as a traitor. Maybe that's secretly why I didn't name him as a traitor, because I <laughs> want him to win. Chloe, do you need to leave now or are you you're comfortable? No, I would to... like to leave. I don't know if I can continue carrying every single person's nerves throughout the entire show. Hi, Chloe. Thank you for coming on and talking about The Traitors. I'm a little bit obsessed after watching the first three episodes. <laughs> Hello, Ben. I know I definitely dropped a few bombshells. I've been really appreciative of Channel 10 taking a chance on some new ideas, new to Australian audiences, so to speak. Were you nervous not really being familiar with the series as it's not really like being on Australian Survivor, a show that's been well and truly established? Um, To be honest, that never really crossed my mind. I usually just go into things without really thinking twice and just putting my best foot forward. But definitely now if I think back, 100% the show is so unique and different. And I knew when they um, I applied that because it was different, this was something that would say, yes, I'm going to do this. What made you want to apply? I mean, how did you get cast on a show like this? Yeah. So when I saw the ad come up, I knew that I wanted to put myself into an environment that would test my abilities, being a clairvoyant, um, the psychic side, and you really form great human intelligence and understanding. And I wanted to see what it would be like for me in an environment like that. It's it, it's totally new. And yeah, so I definitely learned what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel after watching those first three episodes? I mean, I'm assuming you watched last night's, even though you weren't there. How do you feel after watching those first three episodes? Ah, there was a few emotions that came through. First shock, then, ah, yes, I knew people were saying that. Um, and then the last episode, I was just laughing. 
I, <laughs> I could not stop laughing at myself. I not so dramatic and I just really went in with the drama. Was it a fair portrayal of your time on the show? I mean, is that kind of how it played out while it was filming? Or were you watching it back going, wow, they've really taken a side of me that I didn't expect? Yeah, I think, you know, when you're on the show, there's so much that goes on and it's interesting to see um, the perceptions of what people say about you and you not hearing them. And so seeing that on the TV show was was rather interesting. It it made it clarified things for me. Do you think that being a clairvoyant was something producers were particularly interested and that's why they chose you to take part in the series? Oh, 100%. They loved it. I was doing readings left, right and center. It was they couldn't get enough. <laughs> Isn't that the worst thing about having a psychic ability is you get people all the time just off the, you know, just all of a sudden asking you out of nowhere, what do you think about this? And I don't necessarily know if that's the right format. You know, you kind of need to get into your head, I would assume. I mean, I've got friends that are psychic, so I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but is it hard for when, is it hard for you when people put you on the spot like that? No, no, it's not difficult. The spirits and I have built up respect where if the spirits know if you're going to come and ask me something, they're ready to come in if I give them permission to. Otherwise, they're not bombarding me. And it's totally okay. I completely understand why people want to ask. I want them to ask because it teaches them something that it may potentially heal something that needs to be healed or the spirit gets healing. So if you speak up, you're more likely to receive knowledge and I can have a beautiful understanding of who you are as a person. So Mm. I am all for it. Always ask. You know, I've been to a psychic, I've been to a couple of them and they've got so many things right that has blown my mind. Um, They (laughs) predicted that I would win Big Brother when I was in New York before I even was officially accepted to be on the show. So it was very like, wow. They were like, you're going to go back to Australia, take part in a national competition and you're going to win. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then the fact that it came out was really quite strange. But then every psychic I've ever seen has also said they think I have an ability that I haven't tapped into. And Ah, that's incredible. Interestingly enough, while I've been talking to you, I've been burping. And so apparently one of my friends who was a psychic was saying that that kind of reaction could be in line with having an ability myself. (laughs) I can't say I've ever heard that. I... (laughs) I do burp. <laughs> no, but is that a sign of like I, you know, there's there's yeah. a, there's someone else in the room or I don't understand. You yeah, know. I've heard burping. Can, I think things can have multiple meanings. I've heard burping can be releasing, so energetic right. releasing something. Or if someone's saying something to you, you're energetic re- releasing the response. So maybe you're more empath, um, show more empathy in your body than you realize. But how, do you meditate? No, but I feel like I should. that's the key that's how you've got got to get in I spent a year when I was 23 meditating nearly every single night going into deep trance and then I came out of that year learning and understanding how my mind worked the thoughts the images that appeared the voices so if you can give yourself that year you'll come out communicating and it's wow. a whole new world. Welcome to the light side, Ben. Come in. Come and join I, us. I'm fascinated by people with psychic <laughs> ability. When did you know that you had this ability? Yeah. So I used to watch Alison Dubois, the TV show, when I was younger. I was obsessed. She, she was solving crimes using 
the spirits. And I just inside of me knew that that was something that I wanted to do and was going to do. Then I kind of grew up, you know, teenage years, and it wasn't until I moved to Queensland that I just fell into meditation. I just, it became a part of me. I never questioned it. I never questioned the deep trance that I went into, the messages that I was getting. And then I remember that year, I always saw this red dot in my meditation and I reached it. And as I reached it, this beautiful white light filled my mind and my body. And then the next day I walked out and I had my first encounter with a spirit and a person. And so I knew that that broke me into that frequency. So I was roughly 23. Wow. Do you think that your ability would help you or hinder you on a show like this? Ah, well, I definitely think it hindered me. (laughs) I know, but this is not what you expect though, right? Like you would have thought going on this show that I'm going to know certain things that is going to help me progress. But then it did look like it hindered you. I mean, how do you unpack that? Well, you can take it two ways. One, I required this knowledge But secondly, because I had this ability, the tactics of the other people were to assume, make everyone assume that I was wrong. So I think that the way that they strategized to who I am and my profession was, in fact, what got me um, really out of why I wanted to leave. And I think that if I had gone in just as myself without them having the knowledge of this and then keeping all of this abilities to myself, probably would have done a brilliant job. But I wanted to show people that be stand in your power, be unique. Well, there was a lot of naysayers within the competitors about your predictions, but is Mm. that an accurate depiction of how everyday people may treat you? I mean, when they find out that you are a psychic, because I can imagine if I walked into a room of 10 people and I said I was a psychic, I reckon I'd get eight or nine people that would be already very skeptical and two people that would be on board. So I kind of feel like, is this an accurate depiction of how people are in real life when they hear that you have psychic abilities? You know what, Ben, I would love to answer this question and say, no, it's not an accurate depiction, but sadly it a hundred percent is an accurate depiction of society and what medium psychics go through um, whenever they put themselves into a social environment, but it really teaches you to have thick skin and to stand in your power. You know the truth. You witness it every day in your reading. So I always come back to that point. I think I really learned that that from this show, have thick skin and let everyone have their own beliefs and worldviews. And I know you just need to Google and see the evidence. It's right there. Absolutely. You get some stuff wrong on the show, though, from what we saw. How do you explain that? Because I imagine that that would happen in your everyday life as if this is your profession or just the way in which you use this power. You know, I guess that would happen all the time. So, you know, how do you how do you explain that? Yeah. So the two are you talking about the two traders being wrong? Yeah, I'm just talking about sometimes when you get things wrong, like you've you've sat down with someone and you've told them these are the predictions, these are the emotions, these are the feelings that you feel are accurate and you tell them. And then when it doesn't work out, I'm assuming people will come over to you and say, hey, you kind of said this and it didn't happen. That's what I'm interested in. I've like- never, no, that didn't really happen. Um, right. They That was the the story of what the players wanted everyone to believe right. as a way to um, get me out. 
I, I did get wrong the two traders. That was more personal traders and that, that wasn't from the spirit world. That was something that um, I tried to look through body language and verbal communication. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I will 100% say there's I definitely times that I get things wrong or I re- interpret the messages wrong. So I think it's really important with the person that you're sitting with. If they say no, uh, we say, okay, let's break it down because there's something I'm missing and maybe you can help me because you understand your life more. So it's always good to go back over the no, then leave it as a no. Well, I'm always fascinated by that because, I mean, I always think, you know, for people out there that don't necessarily believe in a psychic, they just think that person reads people really well. That person's highly empathetic or they can pick up the nuances in a way in which someone's, you know, performing in front of them or reacting in front of them that allows you to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah. Look, we're going off on a tangent here. There's so much to unpack. <laughs> There's so much to unpack. There's more we could unpack, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to ask though, why did you dramatically get up and leave? I know. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize I was so dramatic. I I've really learned a little bit about myself, but I remember sitting in the banishment and I don't really ever get nervous. So I was sitting there and my whole body was riddled with nerves. And I just remember thinking, these aren't my own. I, I'm not feeling like I've never been like this. Why am I carrying everyone's nerves? I don't know if I can continue carrying every single person's nerves throughout the entire show. Really showed me how much energy I take on. And being consuming, say, 22 people's nervous energy is a lot for my body to handle. So it was definitely a learning curve. Maybe should have got some crystals out or something to protect me. <laughs> I'm sure the producers had taken away your crystals at that point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you quickly said four names and then walked out and now you've watched it back on television. Do you regret that decision? No, I don't regret. I try not to regret anything I do in life because it just causes you too much head noise. You let it go. You move on. I need to compartmentalize. I do. And now I just laugh. It's fun. (laughs) I'm very glad that you have a sense of humor about it as well. I mean, I thought you were some of the... I mean, you are brilliant casting on a reality show and the dramatics that you probably look at going, oh, I don't know. That's what made <laughs> you good television. That's what made us, you know, engage. Yeah. So it definitely did. It definitely did. <laughs> do you do you so think, funny? I love it. <laughs> do you <laughs> what do you think though? Who do you think's gonna win? Do you have an idea in your mind from using your ability? Have you got yeah. any idea? Who's your prediction? Yeah, I feel like from like self-assessment of everyone, I feel like Nigel probably has the best chance at winning. I think he is incredibly smart. Um, I hope that he does. My fingers are crossed. I am backing him all the way. Maybe that's secretly why I didn't name him as a traitor because I (laughs) want him to win. Nigel, I want you to win. <laughs> Put it into the universe. You know, and they're also winning bars of silver. You know, they're winning the money back. Do you know how much money is going to be left up for grabs at the end of the competition? No, I have no idea. I hope that um, they get as much money as they can. And I hope that the, you know, the best person who needs it wins it. Something that I ask everyone who joins this podcast is uh, what is something from behind the scenes, something that we didn't see, that we won't see, kind of like a behind the scenes secret from your time on The Traders? I would say when I was sitting in my room and I was able to do my tarot cards, 
I really loved that time that I could connect to myself and and just the, the beautiful energy in the universe and try and work things out. I think that was the funnest part, strategizing alone. Is this the beginning of the, or the end of television for you? Do you think you'd like to do? Oh, man, tele- Ben, this is the beginning. What do you mean? <laughs> Come on. You just yeah, wait. Well, you need your own show yeah. so that you can yes. hack people's lives and help them. Look, I'm on board. I'm on board, Did you Chloe. just burp? Was that a burp in agreement? <laughs> psychic ability my psychic ability of burping has said yes chloe this is just the beginning beautiful <laughs> chloe thank you, you so much it. for <laughs> <laughs> so horrendous thank you so much for for talking to me today you know watching the first few episodes and talking to channel 10 they were like you know are you going to want to talk to some of these contestants i was like oh i don't know but as soon as i saw you i just knew it i was like i have to talk to Chloe, I have to talk to her about this well, show. We have so, to do a reading. Well, anytime, anytime, anywhere, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks. Okay. Thanks. To, thank the guys there at Channel 10, um, Emily, for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, the podcast will be up in the next three days. But, well, um, how do I follow you? How do people who are listening to this follow you? Yes, absolutely. So, I have an Instagram account. It's medium.cocoblanche, and that's C-O-K-O. And you can see on my readings through there. You can book through there. You can see my life. And, yeah, keep following me. You'll have to have a look. Well, I'm in your audience. Yes, great. (laughs) I shall be in your mind soon. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're already there. Um, Alrighty, thank thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Beautiful. Thank you, Ben. See you later. Hey, Chloe, good luck with it.